Welcome back to a, another episode of Trans-Tasman Gibberish. Adam is on fire already, just in the pre-match discussion. <laughs> He's at about a 7 out of 10, which is huge for him. So who knows what's going to happen in the next, uh, you know, 40 minutes or so. Mate, Adam, are you well? I'm very well. How are you, Whitey? Mate, I'm, I'm very good, very good. Uh, living living very high on the on the Matildas through to the to the top eight of the of the Women's World Cup. Wonderful. Yes, I can tell you're all over that. Uh, <laughs> I did I did watch the I watched the highlights of the USA uh, the the penalty shootout they had with Sweden. Sweden. I did watch that. I thought yep. I watched that on YouTube. That was quite cool. Um, other than that, that's all I've seen of the Women's World Cup. Yeah, well, last night I've watched a little bit, but last night I watched the well seventy percent of the game. Okay, missed the first bit because I was uh, recording another quality podcast. But, oh, yes. uh, but no, uh, it was a good game. Aussies played well. Aussies are through. Uh, there was massive discussions. Uh, Dan was with me. Dan from the land from from Born to Watch was with yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. And we were watching the the soccer, and with my wife, and the discussion came up of of nature versus nurture the lesbianism mm-hmm. in wisdom soccer it was uh what just women's soccer just women's soccer well obviously oh. there's a there's a there's a high percentage of lesbians that play women's soccer is it nature I, or nurture I, I i well i'd i'd argue that there's a high percentage of lesbians in every women's sport um basketball cricket yeah yeah i agree i agree probably but not was, so much netball i don't no, know I why netball's the one well is because is netball traditionally it's a female sport yeah Absolutely. So you know, I think that a lot of the a lot of the other ones have been uh, traditionally men's sport or male sport that yeah that women now play. Yeah. Anyway, it was an interesting discussion. It went round in circles. My wife left and said, "You guys are fucked," and I uh, walked out of the room. <laughs> That's so, yeah. So, yeah. So, the middle-aged forty-something man wins again. You know, the, the most the most persecuted portion of society at the moment but talking of talking of women's sport i watched the wallabies versus all blacks uh, rugby game <laughs> oh sorry i watched probably 10 minutes of it um because right. i was at the pub uh with some friends and we just i none of them are real big rugby fans anyway we just talked most of the time and yeah i rocked up when it was 14-3 just before half time to the wallabies and i've just said guys the all blacks will win there's this chill out guys chill out guys you know and you know, all black supporters, oh, they're on the edge of their seat and yelling. And and then I, I watched bits and bobs of it and I was just like, well, at the end of the day, you know, you, you won by a penalty. And I said, well, you should be beating us by 30 points. So you guys were it, shit. So. No, it was a B-grade all blacks team. It was their second-rate team. So, look, That's I even think more Australia, embarrassing. Australia played well, though. I've got to say, the Wallabies played pretty well for that first half. And they actually didn't play badly the whole game. It's just, yeah, they're not good enough. That's the, at the bottom nah. of the it's still when they brought on Moanga and those guys, it just looked like boys against men. Yeah, Which again, absolutely. I just I know we've gone over this, but I just I, I, I just don't know why we're not better. That put what's the guy the centre's name starting with P for for the Wallabies? Put um Patania or Patea? He's, he's, he looks good. He looks like yeah, a good player. Yeah, I think he's overrated, but anyway, that's just my opinion. Yeah. So, he, so he's the Suali of, of rugby at the moment, is he? He's, Suali, he, he actually, sorry. He actually is very similar uh, from, a, from a, I guess, personality, from a okay. rails run, from a talent perspective. <laughs> he's very similar. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. 
Suali'i. Suali'i. We could talk for ages about the shithouse Australian sporting landscape, but we're not going to. <laughs> hey, hey, we won the netball. We did win the we netball it. World Cup. Very exciting. And we ended did, up did. tallying up the poms after they beat us in the preliminaries. <laughs> Which is even Didn't was on. Didn't yeah. even know it was on until I found out New Zealand came fourth. Yeah. Um, their worst ever performance. But yeah, that's yeah. great to beat the Poms at anything, right? Yeah, and they towed them up too. One by like 15 goals or something. So it was good. Very yeah, good. Awesome. awesome. How good are the Aussies? Oh, oh so good. good. So yeah, good. So and good. shit in other things. Hey, before we go, before we start, I, I need to... Remember I was talking about that band I saw at the Metro that to, uh, in yes. last week's yes. episode? The band's name's Morphine. I don't know if you remember them okay, from the yeah, 90s. I remember the name, yeah. So, so, and I did get the guitar. It was just, he had a guitar, which is one bass string to start with, and then he made, put two bass strings on it. So, he, he made homemade instruments, this bloke. Wow. Bit of a nutter. Yeah. So, there you go. So, I just wanted to clear that up with all the listener, um, because they were probably worried that they didn't know what I was talking about. It, so. it sounded like he was sampling too much of the band's name. <laughs> Jesus. Hmm. <laughs> Anyway, let's get started. Now, we're going to make a public service announcement at the front of this episode. We did promise we were going to be a conspiracy episode about UFOs and all things conspiracy. Adam chickened out. It was too much for him. Uh, He couldn't handle it. It was too much. It was too... He went down too many rabbit holes. He's lucky to come out. We're lucky to have him here today, which is probably why he's sounding a little bit off off, off the charts. But anyway, let's start with you, Adam. What have you got for me today? Mate, firstly... I started on UFOs. My God, what a fucking... You mentioned rabbit hole. I reckon it's an elephant hole, that one. It was just... Honestly, was reading so much shit. I didn't know where to start in the end. And I just... That's when I rang you up and went, mate, I can't I can't do this. It's too big for me. Wait till I'm a bit more an experienced podcaster before I can, can get into that. But anyway, just sort of, again, tell the listener that's what happened. Um, look, I want to go... Sorry, I want to go... Yes. Sorry, Dale. Um, so I want to go back to Palmerston North. All right. Let's go back to Palmerston North. Hang on. Remember I spoke about that last week? Right. Yes. You so did. so then back in stuff.cock.nz, there was an opinion piece written by Brooke Sabin called Sorry, Spain. Palmerston North is anything but boring. Wow. And then they go to list a whole bunch of things you can do, right? So can I just <laughs> on the four on the list of five things to do Please. one is a walk um one is going to value to drink tea at a tea house one is go to a lookout and another one is a herb farm so basically if you're over 75 palmerston right. north is one of the best places on earth it sounds like a place to go to die mate seriously i don't know if it was written tongue-in-cheek but it doesn't look like it i doesn't know does the news do new zealanders know tongue-in-cheek no nah, they don't know what a tongue is or cheek or together no no, no they right. don't yes so wow. i just sort of bring that up and just back myself and i'll tell you a quick story i went to a wedding in palmston north once and this is back in the 2000s a good mate of mine from england uh married a nutter and now they're subsequently divorced. But I went to the I went to the um, the Bucks party there, right, in Palmerston North on like a Thursday night, and having a few drinks, and that was all cool. And then they go at about seven o'clock at night. They go, let's go to the strip joint. And I went, oh, okay, it's a bit early. Seven o'clock. Is there one open in Palmerston North? Yes, yeah, so they said there's one. Yep. So I go to the strip. It's called Fire Cats. And you, uh, I remember walking up the stairs and then getting in there, and I tell you what, 
I've never seen so much cheese on thighs before in my life. It was wow. pretty rank. I honestly, and you know, I used to love a good strip joint back in the day. I honestly went and played fishtails pinball machine for the next two hours and then just left because it was terrible. Now, I understand Firecats is not there. I'm not sure why. Such a mm. great establishment. Probably been anyway. firebombed. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that was an experience, eh? Well, mate, I'm not sure that I can top Palmerston North, but I'm going to start. I just got a, I've got a bit of a social commentary here. I'm going to. You remember the? You would know. You would know this guy. Remember Corey Feldman from the Corys? Yeah, yeah, the, okay. the two Corys. Yeah, was he? Was he the one in Lost Lost Boys? Yep, yep. Well, they were both cool. in the Lost Boys. Oh, right. Corey Feldman and Corey. <laughs> there you go. He's the one that's still alive, right? Right. Who was he in Lost Boys? Was he the he, son he was, or was he, he, was he one of the brothers? He was one of the Frog Brothers. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Oh, yes, 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 yep. So I just want to—I got to—I know you're a, a devoted family man, loving husband. Absolutely. I've got, I've got a bit of social commentary here. I'd love to get your feedback on. Here's the headline: mm-hmm. Former child star mm-hmm. Corey Feldman and wife Courtney separating amid her health battle. Actor Corey, actor Corey Feldman has announced. I'm so appalled I can't even say his name. Actor Corey Feldman has announced he is ending his seven-year marriage to his wife Courtney Ann amid her ongoing health issues. <laughs> wow. And then it says, Stand by me no more. <laughs> like it? <laughs> yeah, like good it? head good headline. Love it. So Stand by me and Goonies child star turned rocker. And that's a loose term. Rocker? Yeah, he's got a he's got a, he's he thinks he's a bit of a rocker now. He's bad. Mm, uh, Corey Foreman and his wife Courtney Ann are separating mm-hmm. page 6 has exclusively learned as she deals with health issues including chronic fatigue okay so I'm not a traditionalist in the, the true sense of the word right but in most wedding vows it sort of says something about sickness and in health <laughs> right yeah, yeah yeah I've heard that now I'm not sure that I'm all over dumping your missus when she's dealing with some pretty rough stuff from a health perspective. It's with great sadness that Courtney and I have made the decision to separate after many wonderful years together. Mm. We have been through so much together and still have so much love and respect for each other. There is no one to blame. This is is a case of life becoming really hard. Courtney dealing with health issues and two people who have grown apart now find themselves at a crossroads. What it sounds to me is he's like, you're way too hard work and I'm done with it and I'm I'm now this rock star and I'm done. Yeah, that's, mate, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, if that's if that's the sole reason basically that, that he's given her the flick, then that's pretty poor form. That's, that's poor, rough. poor form. That's right. I knew, um, I knew a, I knew a loving husband like yourself would, you know, have a similar opinion to mine. But God, I tell you what, it, it'd be like, sorry, you got cancer. You, I'm out. Oh, terrible. You can't wait. Wait for him to get better. Don't you wait for it to get better and then you punter? Well, unless there was underlying issues prior to her getting sick and that was never addressed at the time and, and they both have agreed so, that that's it. But, it, uh, but if know, their mate. statement comes out and says due to underlying health issues, isn't it just like... It's, well, it's like don't you make something led, Don't you lie? They led, he led, they led with that, which is, yeah. which is yeah. not great, right? No, it's not great. It sort of doesn't it's, leave much to the imagination. No, no. Have you had chronic fatigue syndrome? 
Nah, mate. I'm just fucking lazy. Yeah, I've had it. It's it's <laughs> fucking lazy. <laughs> We're diagnosed with lazy. He's a lazy cunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rabid, rabid laziness. <laughs> it's a new disease. Yes. That yes. doctor's getting a Nobel Prize for diagnosing you with that. Doctor, um, I think I've got chronic fatigue. No, Matthew, you're just a fat cunt. <laughs> Get off the couch. Stop eating peanut butter. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't have chronic fatigue. I had, what's the glandular fever? I had. Yeah, I had glandular right. fever. Yeah. That that was rough. That was pretty rough, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I, mean, I had a couple of friends that had that. Yeah, it's not fun. And and do you know what? I, I I actually broke up with a girlfriend while I had it because she was a fucking nymphomaniac. Oh, well, and I couldn't keep up. I couldn't keep up. Wow. She kept, kept kept wanting it, and I'm just like, I can't. Fuck off! No. I can had enough. Wow. I was just too sick. But yeah, anyway, so I had chronic fatigue for a while. It, it actually ruined my third year of uni. And anyway, that's another fucking story. Listen to me, Mate, fucking bitching, man. Fucking crying. I don't oh, want to hear about. Fucking tosser. Me, fucking Whoa. hell. What's the Mate, next news story, Palmerston North? Got, uh, Honestly, I've got a great, I've got a great life, so I can't really yeah, stop uh, moaning. complain. Fuck a duck. Oh, um, I got a girl. She wants to have too much sex with me. Oh, I can't fucking handle it. Oh my god. Okay. You, obvi- you, ob- you obviously haven't gone out with an infomaniac. Um, Absolutely so not. <laughs> Fuck, it's terrible. Anyway. I know it sounds like I'm bitching, but it's not fun. Anyway, next, um, she probably gave me fucking glandular fever. This stupid woman. Anyway, um. Next news story, tunnels, light rail, cycling and bus lanes. The government unveils ambitious $45 billion new harbour crossing plan. <sighs> Let me just rewrite. New Zealand government wants to spend $45 billion basically putting a tunnel from where I live to the city and also a light rail from where I live to the city. This is New Zealand. I don't know if they've got $45 billion. I don't know. But anyway, um, Prime Minister Chris Hipkins, yeah, Chippy, the guy I couldn't remember his bloody name, and all these transport dickheads, <laughs> presented the ambitious plan uh, expected to cost up to $45 billion, uh, from North Shore's Bayswater Marina, which is seriously the next suburb away from me, so it's very close. Uh, they're going to have two road tunnels, would be three lanes each, about five or six kilometers, twice as long as I don't know the fuck water view. Anyway, it's a bold plan, <laughs> a bold plan for the future. Chris Hipkins says, um, "Look, you won't know much about this, but this is an absolute pipe dream." And the mayor of Auckland's actually come out and said, "This isn't absolutely no way this is going to happen." This is like they've been talking about this for years. It's like them talking about the the fast train between Sydney and Newcastle. It's it's just never going to happen, right? And where are they going to... They've just built this little light rail that goes about two kilometres. It's been going on for six years, and it's doubled It's doubled in the cost. Like billions and... Mate, they're, obviously they're trying to win an election with the Aucklanders, but most Aucklanders yeah, I've spoken to have gone, they're fucking idiots. What are they? It's never going to happen. Build it. It's, yeah. it's packed as it is. Anyway... So I think that was quite funny. You know, this is this is a government trying to win an election. Like I said, I'm kind of ambivalent on who the fuck wins the election because I'm an Australian, although I am a permanent resident here. Uh, Do you get to officially. vote? 
Yeah, I do get to vote, but I, I look, I get to vote in Australia and I don't vote. I mean, they're all a bunch of fuckwits. So I think we've been over this before and you're about to fall asleep again. But I mean, for, they've got a, they're having a fucking laugh if they're going to spend $45 billion on a... It's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Anyway, I'm sure a lot of people out there who are listening, who aren't listening, sorry, probably agree with me. So, uh, yeah, okay. yeah, anyway, there's my Tash, bitch. <clears throat> Tash, just knock on the uh, on the door there and just... Tell tell Adam if you agree or not agree with uh with with the plans here. Uh, we'll get a hundred percent feedback. Um, okay, uh, I, I got one here for you. Here, yeah, go on. It's way more serious. Yep. Bear bear breaks out of plane's <laughs> cargo container, delays flight. Now let's Still just the heat. let's just let's just start stop there. Hmm. For one, what's a fucking bear doing on a plane? Right. That's just that's my first comment. Okay. Yep. An investigation is underway into how a bear escaped from its crate in the cargo of an aircraft as it was due to depart from Dubai Airport. So now I'm starting right. to think it's black market bear. All right? <laughs> that sounds like a movie. Yeah, black market bear. How good. Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. An investigation is underway into how a bear escaped from its crate in the cargo <laughs> of a Iraqi air in the cargo of an Iraqi Airways flight from Dubai to Baghdad. Fuck me. Footage circulating on social media shows a bear cub, now it's a cub, oh, walking f- around the plane's cargo compartment as a man is seen <laughs> petting the animal on the head. What? The administration of the company apologises to the dear travellers of the flight from Baghdad International Airport to Dubai Airport for reasons beyond our control of the company regarding the shipment in the cargo hold. A bear. I've got a couple things so, here. On a, yeah. on a commercial flight, on a yeah. flight that has human people on it, <laughs> they are shipping a bear in the cargo hold. Is this common policy for Qantas or Air New Zealand to be shipping predators on the same planes? Is this the equivalent of snakes on a fucking plane? Is this is this like what the fuck is going on in the Middle East? Well, that's the Middle East for you, mate. It's it's pretty much the Wild West, isn't it? Seriously. I mean, you, I'm, I'm happy with dogs and cats and rats and mice and fucking frogs. I don't know. But a fucking bear... A bear people think bears are these harmless, cute creatures. Out, but they're fucking... They'll rip your fucking head off if they get the chance. Yeah, they eat people, mate. They eat people. Yeah. Haven't you seen Grizzly Man? <laughs> no. Great documentary, Grizzly Man. You should watch it. All right, grizzly man. Guy lived right, with noted. the bears. Guy lived with the bears, mm. and ended up dying with the bears. <laughs> Was that and on food? YouTube? You can actually he because he he caught everything, and then on YouTube there's actually footage of him being eaten to death. Him and his girlfriend. It's like sound of him being eaten to death. It is a brutal. Well, it's a great sorry, movie. but. That's the survival of the fittest. Fuck nut. Well, it's, Seriously. It's like, okay, if you if you if you if you're a snake handler, you're gonna get bit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You live with bears. Yeah. Gonna eat you. Yeah. They do. Do you know what? I, for the, <laughs> they will. Um, 
you know what? If, if 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 the if the people exporting or importing the bear would subsidise my air ticket at the moment, I would go fair enough. Put a bear on board. I'd be more than happy. Have you seen how fucking expensive flights are anywhere? Fuck that. I want the, I want the bear importers and exporters to now subsidise my air ticket. You Please. can be in the crate with the bear. Well, I, I hopefully I get it way cheaper. T- can you imagine if they were, Can you imagine? Can you imagine getting on the plane and there's a bear actually strapped into the seat next to you? That'd be fucking funny. Mate, we were just talking before bing, 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 about bing. You, know, you not being able to watch movies that aren't real, and now you're talking about bears sitting in the fucking seat of a plane. Come on, mate. And you oh, don't I'm still... like Iron Man. And you don't like <laughs> Iron Man. No, I'm not a big fan of Iron Man. I've still got a wild... I'm out enough of your fucking dribble on bears. I've still got a wild imagination. Um... You do. You do have a wild <laughs> imagination. And Should I, I go... think it extends to nymphomaniac girlfriends that didn't exist. <laughs> oh, anyway, but... move on. Are you saying I woke up and changed hands? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Fucking yeah. hell. Stay That's away, nice. left hand. Stay away, left <laughs> hand. You're a nymphomaniac. <laughs> I sleep on my left left side, so it goes numb. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, Aaron's, now, this is this is from Radio New Zealand. So I get all my stuff from .cock.nz, the stuff, and then rnz.co.nz. This is under the heading of Education Farming. Debate rages over wool versus synthetic carpet in classrooms. So basically, I won't read exactly because I know I've read it and I've done my research. Um, basically, the Ministry of Education over here is decided to fit out schools, and this is like 600 schools, with a mountain synthetic carpet over homegrown wool varieties. Now, we all know a lot of these New Zealanders shag sheep, right? So there's lots of offcuts of wool. Here, so um, look, I'm a bit disappointed in the Ministry of Education. Like, yes, they have given a maybe that's the problem. They've given the teachers a pay rise, so now they've got to cut it and get the cheaper wool from the American synthetic wool manufacturers. I've worked it out. I've fucking worked it out, mate. I should be in well, the the economic area. To, but surely you don't want to use your best wool for carpet in a school, bloody yard. No, they were even oh, talking about off cuts and like you know the they the they dags. make the the, the dags. So the it's arse, a bit smelly. The arse wool, the arse wool that they're recycling. It's a bit smelly, but because of the quality of teacher, especially like my wife, they wouldn't be able to smell it because they'd be so focused on 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 the classroom. Absolutely, so they'd be fine. But 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 they're talking about like the, they've got these wool squares. You know those squares they've got. So, yes. so that if if one wears out, you just replace the square. Yeah, cool. So, yeah. so again, it just looks like another example of a government looking at a short term view. Um, so they don't have to spend much money now, but in the long term, they're gonna it's gonna cost them a fortune. But you know, they're trying to be loyalists as well. The rage debate it's, it's raging though. The debate's raging. Well, the lamb industry and sheep industry in uh, in New Zealand is is huge. The third. Third biggest economy in New Zealand is the uh, is is the is the sheep economy. What what's the first two? I don't know. Uh, long white dairy, clouds and dairy, dairy, yeah, yeah, and, dairy, Fonterra. Yeah, definitely. And no, basic, basically, basically, it is. It's it, it's they're the top two primary industries, right? Is dairy yeah. and um, lamb, and that's why it's so expensive in New Zealand because they export the fucker anyway. But anyway, there you go. There's another okay. example wow. of. 
not making the right decisions by government and just debate raging. I just love raging debates. Oh, they're, they're rage. I love mass debates. I love mass debates. Uh, <laughs> it sounds more like the Ministry of Magic, not the Ministry of Education, and Griphook oh. is running it. You being yep. Harry Well, Potter the Ministry of Children. That's a thing. Yes. Yeah, I love okay, Harry Potter. I got, a, I got a good one here. I got a good here one. This will be my. This is my last one. It's sport, Ooh. sport again, sport again. Okay, cool. Do you remember uh, the great Australian Liz Cambage? Who? Or Cambage. Liz who? Liz Cambage, the basketballer. Liz oh, Cambage. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yep. So, do you remember how she was sort of run out of the Australian Opals in disgrace? Yeah. Uh, what was that about again? Well, she she did a uh, she did a racial slur at um at the Nigerian team, which is interesting because she is indigenous herself. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess if anyone can make a racial slur, she probably can uh, and get away with it. But she didn't. The team turned on her and, and she effectively got kicked out of the team. Right. So this is... this is Now, remember, she made a racial slur against Nigeria. That's the key mm. here. Liz okay. Cambage plots shock move to play for Nigeria in basketball bombshell. Liz Cambage mm. has dropped a basketball bombshell claiming she's set to switch allegiances and play for the country she had a bust up with uh, she's now saying that uh, after two years after the, the the racial thing ended her career she's mm. after the Tokyo Olympics she wants to go and play for Nigeria now why now, why though she's not Nigerian yeah I know that I know that she's now saying that the that the the racial slur didn't happen. Obviously, she's been saying that from the start, but many players on both teams actually said that they heard the slur. And her response right. to that was, a lot of girls don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> and then she also says, I'm very pro-black. I did not say these things to these girls. Uh, it's... The- now, the Nigerian team... Yeah. ...has essentially said... Uh, we don't want you either. So she's made this a massive uh, bombshell statement about going to play for Nigeria, and Nigerian team are going, well, we don't want anything to do with you. Well, but she must be on this morphine. Seriously, what's wrong with her? She's she obviously not she is, checked. She thinks she is bigger than the game, mate. What? It's just, uh, I don't know where to go. She's just got a screw loose, boss. Why would you say that... You're going to play for Nigeria, but the Nigerian team don't want you. That does not make any fucking yeah. logical sense at all. She's yeah, off. She's off for the fairies, mate. Is she married? Is she marrying his boyfriend, girlfriend of Nick Kyrgios or something? Sounds like she's <laughs> off for tits. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, not a, oh, I'm, not right, a Liz, I'm not a Liz. I'm not a Liz Cambage guy. So anyway, move on. You got anything oh, else? God. Hey. Yeah, I've got I've got quite a few actually, but I, I just want to say so so my 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 nah. so my cousin <laughs> now before we even get into that, my cousin was the one who told me about morphine because I went to it with him right and he he he's from Newcastle but he lives in Auckland now so thank yep. God for that he makes makes it sane for me over here. Is um, he is he the other <clears throat> half of Appetite? He is the other half of Appetite. David Hector is his name. Yeah, Fucking Hickers. legend bloke. Legend Hickers. bloke. Hector. What's his Hector name? Protect- Hector Protector. Okay. 
No, it's just David. Yeah, um, okay. But he also he also brought a bit of heat. He texted me because he listened to he listened to the podcast. Actually, he he, wow. he quite enjoyed Super it, and board. he let, he let me know about yeah. So we've got two people. But he okay. told me about Morvan. But he also said that you know the influencer one you brought who died from eating the jackfruit yeah, and durian. Yeah, yeah from stuff. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. she hadn't drunk water for six years either. He he'd done a bit more research. Oh right. What was it? Just like Coke Zero. Well. <laughs> it. I don't know. But anyway, thank you, Dave, for bringing the heat. Love your oh, work, mate. We love it I'll when people week. actually uh, fact check our stories. Yeah, but please, yeah. nobody else fact check any. Yeah. Please don't, don't fact check anything I say, or, or Whitey yeah. for that matter. Um, which yeah. one do I want to do? Um, I'm going to go. This is a great segue, right? US wow. mum of two dies from drinking too much water. Oh, she drowned herself. Yep, a woman in Indiana, U.S. has died after drinking roughly two litres of water in the span of 20 minutes. The 35-year-old mother of two... This is actually quite bad. 35-year-old mother of two died from water intoxication shortly after a family trip to Lake Freeman in Indiana. Um, uh, She was feeling hydrated during the trip and couldn't quench her thirst. She also had a headache and felt lightheaded. Someone said she drank four bottles of water in 20 minutes. Um... Wow, this is a thing, right? Too much of anything can kill you. If water can kill you, anything can kill you, right? That's amazing. Well, it's a bit sus. I think that there's more to this. Uh, is it the husband that said that she drank two litres of water before in 20 minutes and well, don't mind my head on top of her head in the lake? <laughs> no, Summer's brother was there, apparently. Um, there's Poor Yeah, I... Uh, that's some. Uh, that's her name, Summer. Yeah, okay, I gathered Summer, that. Ashley Summers or oh, Summers. Yeah, no, it's um, it's called hip, hip. Ah, oh, fucking hell. We can't Hy- Hyponatremia, hyponatremia, right. and it means that you don't you have an electrolyte abnormality. So look, she might have had normal uh, abnormality anyway, right? And and that just well, helped. Well, I reckon. I, douse I reckon it. there's been times that I've drunk two liters in twenty minutes. Okay, I, I reckon there is too. Heaps of times. Yeah. I mean, my view, you know how they always say, oh, you have to drink this much water a day? What a fucking load of bullshit. Drink yeah. when you're thirsty. That's what your thirst reflex is for, you fucking uh, idiot. Don't, haven't you heard, the, haven't you heard that uh, when you're thirsty, it's too late? Oh, that's that's, that's the biggest load of... What's the point of the thirst reflex? It's fucking bullshit. When you're thirsty. Oh, he's just about to drink, <laughs> listeners. Yeah, there we go. Mate, if I drank if I drank too much, <laughs> it's too late. If I drink too much water, I piss all day. I've got like an old man's bladder now, and I'll, it's got like holes in it, so I piss all day, all day. Do you really? get? Do you also? Do you also get like you think you're finished, and you throw it back in, and you go, oh, whoops, there's a little bit extra coming out. What that's how is old going I am. On with you. Yeah, that's how old I am nowadays. Nah, mate, I did. I did the Mount Rushmore. I've told you this. I did the Mount Rushmore. I watched saw <laughs> Avatar two twice. Oh yes. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning, and I saw yep. Oppenheimer, and did not take a take a piss in any of them. Did you need? Did you need to like with an hour to oh, go? Did you go? Oh, no, no, I feel sort like of it. Like with the last ten minutes, twenty minutes, I was like, I could go. I could go, and I don't think any any of those situations did I then bolt to the toilet straight after the movie. And yeah, really. Not only that, I had I had like a Pepsi Max. I had some some water. Like I, I hydrated because when I you're thirsty, know. it's too late. It's not. That's the biggest load of shit. See, Wait. see. 
I tell you, you've got to watch. You've got to watch this. Um, I'm sure doc- Hickers will tell us next week. He will. He'll say, he'll say strangles when you're thirsty, mate. It's too late. It's too late. Yep. Three liters of water a day for you, <laughs> strangles and sixty pisses. <laughs> I've. Oh. So when I, <laughs> even you need a catheter. I, so you need I, just a permanent catheter. I suppose it's not even old age. Old age, I think, is the extra at the, at the end, right? But back in the day when I was out in the, the piss with my mates at the Green Gate in Kalala, for example, oh, great God. pub. Wow. But my mates used to count how many pisses I had to beers. I've always had a weak bladder, I think. Really? Yeah. yeah. It used to be one for one. They used to laugh. And we used to try and do two without having a piss. They'd be going, oh, and then I'd then I'd catch up pretty quickly. I'd have two pisses for the next beer, and I'd be back on even even keel. But yeah, that's yeah, that's me, mate. That's me on the old beer. Hey, I've oh, got I've got. <laughs> are you yeah. gonna just keep trying running through more stories, mate? You know, I've got one more, one more story because yeah. I know the listeners now because we've got two. Well, Hickers and um, Tash. Right? Tash, yep. And and Mark Market obviously anytime fitness attack Apuna listens as well. Oh, Hi there. There's three. Yeah. So there's three. So we've got we've got a trifecta which is great. All, all Mark lovely from, lovely Mark people. Mark from Tackers. Mark from Tackers. Heckers yep. and Tash. Three. Heckers and Tash Tashkers. I don't the know. Three, sort of the three it. the three Stooges. The three Musketeers. Love them. Yep. Um, <laughs> here we go. Just just quickly. Just quickly. This is a. This this just and this just shows where the world is at the moment. Elon Musk refuses to turn on Starlink for Ukraine Crimea drone attack. What the fuck? We've got one using, person. Sorry, go. Are they using Starlink to guide the missiles? Yes. Or? Yes. So, right. Elon Musk forced Ukraine to drop a planned naval drone strike in the Black Sea by refusing access to Starlink satellite network. What about... The Ukrainian... What? Yeah, what, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, stop there. Yeah. What about how the Ukraine don't have their own internet that they're using Starlink? Yeah. Surely the yeah. Ukraine military have their own internet. Oh. Well, obviously not. Okay. Obviously, Elon, well, Elon, they, they might, they might have it, but it's... Well, that's, but that's my whole point. We've got one guy who can dictate basically a war and he's a, just a billionaire fuck stick who owns some companies right it's it, it just is a bizarre this is the way the world's gone in terms of these billionaires now have such big egos that they can do that right yeah, yeah and it's absolutely. the same with like facebook and allowing you know thinking they can sell all our um all our personal information off to the highest bidder and to the advertising people it's just unbelievable. But look at this. This is this is how big his ego is. Last year, Musk published a peace plan for Ukraine, suggesting it should mirror sovereignty referendums organized by Russia in regions it occupied. The Kremlin welcomed the billionaire citizen as a positive step. Mate, Elon, get in your fucking lane and get back in your box, mate. You are not you are not the savior of the fucking earth, so fuck off. That's what I think. And don't get me wrong, he's probably a very smart bloke who's done some smart shit, but this we're going to have this is going to be the corporate egalitarian running us which they probably already do. Of, corporatization of war. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's um when he moves when he moves to Mars, he can do whatever he wants. He'll be Lord <laughs> High Commander of Mars and uh that'll be fine. Oh, 
Actually, that'd be cool. Can he fuck off to Mars? That sounds good. Hey, don't get stuck on a UFO rant here, okay? You tried to get oh, it, you couldn't do it. So don't start to pretend that you can do it, okay? We tried ha- that, you failed. Ha- but how are you... Get- okay, so how are you going to approach it? Are you just going to oh, make oh, me mate, talk? No, no, no. I, I would have found the most ludicrous shit <laughs> and stories to talk about. <laughs> which is what we should do. I would have gone national inquirer shit. Dog has four balls and tentacles and it came from a spaceship that's what i would have been talking about all right let's do it next week let's yeah. do it okay all right, let's next do week it i'm in doing let's run the most outlandish ufo stories on the web all right okay all right good episode, what, what, but what about but, what, but hey but what about like the ones <laughs> where the UFO, the UFO? <laughs> <laughs> mate i just don't want to go back to anyway Dog with um, bone. What about, no don't say that anyway, let's don't talk about that. it next week let's talk about it next okay. week all right let's let's yeah. do we, the, the, we, 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 yeah look, look, i'll shut the fuck up strangles is bumbling now he's excited we've got to end he's got a lunch ah. to go to this oh, was another great fuck. episode of trans to our three listeners share the love maybe next week we can have five heckers do your research fact check it all come to us next week with a great dodgy <laughs> ufo story just do it share the love it's been amazing uh, it- I'm out. For, I'm out for dinner with him on Saturday night, so I'll, I'll get in to find some stories Absolutely. before then. Well, mate, he'll he'll he, he should be way ahead of you. He would have already listened, so he should have yeah. something for you on Saturday. <laughs> if he doesn't, then you know he's a fake. He's fake news. Oh. Right. On that note, we'll see you next week for the conspiracy edition. One episode late on Transcendent. Oh. Thank you, Adam. Thanks, Whitey. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, listeners, and bye for bye. now. Bye.